What is up, everyone? It's your boy, Reckless Fox, and welcome back to the Scrub Club Podcast. We are on, on episode 8, where we spill the beans on anything happening in video games, comic books, television shows, movies, and manga, geek culture, just in general. And rock with me today, uh, first, he is pretty much the backbone and uh, sets us up on a mental and phys- physical spirit walks, as well as the man who continuously denies... Burnside is dead. Mr. Godchild 15, take it away. Blasphemy. Hey, what do you do? It's your boy Godchild. God bless y'all. And, uh, and um, to my next guy. <laughs> to my next guy. To my next wow. guy. Shut up. To my next guy. He is pretty much the speed demon of Scrub Club. He, he has at least beaten down his ghost five times in Dirt Rally 2. But it doesn't beat himself off either. Uh, at the same time, Mr. X-Force Gamer 88, take it away. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Anyways, how's it going, everyone? This is Xverse Gamer eighty eight coming to you live with Reckless Fox. Oh, that hurt. And my opening, my dis- sub, my opening discussion is uh, Stranger Things season two was straight fire, and the Punisher show was straight fire. Um, please be sure to tune in for when GC and I do review the Punisher at some point in the future. But until then. We'll keep y'all updated with that. So a couple of housekeeping um, and a couple of announcements real quick. We'll do the announcement first. So Beijing Zen currently uh, will not be coming back. I mean, he, he's on a league, uh, league of absence. He'll be he'll be back soon, but he's just uh, he's taking care. Mean, of he's things. on hiatus. He's on hiatus. He and but he'll be back soon. So um, just keep him uh, keep him in your mind, Beijing Zen. If you're watching this, Kingdom Hearts Three is still not coming out. Um. <laughs> and CC, she's currently unavailable right now as well. I think she's um, live streaming right now as we're recording. But other than that, yeah. So it's gonna be uh, just a three-man uh, firing squad for tonight. Uh, aside from that, that sounds that sounds pretty lame. A three-man firing squad? Jesus Christ! You can't you get them. You can't get through more bullets. Anyways, moving on. So a couple of housekeeping. <laughs> I'm joking. So, of those already don't know, we our home is on SoundCloud, but we also have a safe house on Google Play Store. So if you are new, please be sure to follow us at soundcloud.com slash gaming podcast. And also be sure to follow us on googleplay.com slash gaming podcast where we uh, have both episodes being put on simultaneously on there. Um, and if you are new and you'd like to know more on what we do, you want to see any news being covered before we even do the podcast, please be sure to follow us on Facebook.com slash Gaming Podcast on there as well, where we, you know, put up all the, um, articles and stuff like that, and then we'll just talk about them afterwards. And if you'd like to, uh, give us any compliments, concerns, input, or advice, please be sure to email us on ScrugClubBookings at gmail.com. That is ScrugClubBookings at gmail.com and if you would like to get any individual one-on-one r and r you know what i mean you can follow us all on our uh, individual social media outputs you can follow me on at the reckless fox on twitter on uh, twitch twitch.tv slash reckless fox and on youtube at reckless underscore fox and mr gc where can they find you yeah x-force where can they find you before I say it, you're a sellout, you know? How am I a sellout? <laughs> How am I a sellout? The, the amount of advertising, holy crap. Anyways, you can find me at twitch.tv slash xforcegamer88. 
All right, and I'm pretty sure G's because GC right now is currently at work right now, so he will probably he'll probably come back in a minute. But enough without that. Let's get into our opening discussions. So Thanksgiving break. Uh, I want to talk about that real quick because we don't really you know, get the chance to talk amongst ourselves when it comes to this. So I gotta ask. So uh, I'm gonna go with you first, X Force. What did, what what did you do for uh, Thanksgiving? Half beef Wellington, Gordon Ramsay style, except better. Uh, you spend with your your folks, your friends, your yeah, families and stuff like uh, that. Family, family. We also uh, we also got potato, all the uh, all the got all the good stuff. Basically, it's so good, nice. including garlic shrimp. Y'all had garlic shrimp. Yes. Garlic shrimp. Yes. The big ones. The jumbo yes. shrimps. Yes. Oh wow. Uh, oh, there he is. Um. Okay. Okay. Here's a here. Here's I'll 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 not I'll not ask that question just yet. But uh, GC, what did you do on Thanksgiving? Uh, mostly just chill and like you know, mostly like homework and work. Man, everyone was doing homework. Was I the only one who didn't do homework on Thanksgiving? Probably not. And I, that's that's why I stayed until three in the morning with te- shots of tequila. Doing my paper that night. Um, You're having fun. Well, uh, okay, I'll, I'll give you a little insight on that in a minute. But uh, Thanksgiving was pretty good. Um, I spent my family came out to my house. My uh, my my mom, my aunt, and my grandfather and stuff like that because my sister-in-law she just gave birth and she can't really do too much. And the babies can't leave the house for the next six weeks. They're all. It's all. It's almost over. We can bring the babies out at one point, but um, yeah. But we had everyone come in and stuff like that. So it was good. It was cool. We a lot of good food was eaten that day, and honestly, I had a great time. So I really can't complain. Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving, and I'm just glad to see another Thanksgiving because it's probably that's probably it's Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday other than christmas and fourth of july i'll i'll say thanksgiving is really good because it it's it's you can have a modest uh, something modest and you will enjoy the time versus christmas like oh my god my friends is for everyone gotta make it good gotta make myself look good oh i gotta be uh, i gotta make sure that i'm i'm good to everyone gotta say the <laughs> yeah all hey, that shit bro. Again. I, I totally bro. yes <laughs> you, you know what's really funny? You know what's really funny? I actually was listening to an audio podcast review. You remember that movie Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad? Yeah, he's a good father oh, doing that. Yes, so I remember because uh, I remember watching that movie as a kid, and I remember watching him as a teenager, and I really hate that movie. But after listening to the podcast, I honestly want to watch that movie again with a different set of eyes because, uh, literally. Shut because up! He, because that'll cause a quite a bit of money. No, not that moron. But um, <laughs> no, it's like I never really understood until now. I'm like, so essentially, the entire movie was about the evils of consumerism, and honestly, Jingle All the Way pretty much set the catalyst of Black Friday because. Jingle all the way. If you remember the scenes where Schwarzenegger trying to get is trying to get that Turbo Man action figure and stuff. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yes. Yeah. So like that's essentially that. how people act on Black Friday, where they legit try to murder each other. Well, Jingle all the way takes that to the amp degree. Before there was a Black Friday, cause I, I don't remember what day Black Friday was like officially like a day in, in the calendar, but 
Drew Holloway pretty much predicted what was going to happen. So I actually want to re-watch that movie just to see that for myself. Because it's been a while since I've seen that movie. It's it's an I, awful movie, but if I watch it in that sense, I'm pretty sure the movie the movie's a great actually, lesson to your kids. I actually remembered actually remember all the key parts because it's generally about a story where the the father is always busy and such. And, and, that's, and, a, and, that's, a, and that's the thing. Um, that's the thing. That's the thing. I, I think on that. That's the thing, though. Like you complaining about your daddy not being there. Like why is that? Like dude, your dad is working hard. Like did you yo that house you were living in? Come to the hood. Like, nigga. Well, there is no daddy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That turned dark fast. No, no, no. I mean, speak, I mean, look for, at it. Look at it at that, at that perspective. Speaking for the speaking for the only niggas in the podcast, I can easily attest to that. GC is right. Come to the hood, nigga. They ain't, we ain't got no daddies in the hood, nigga. You got father figures and you got brothers, okay? And whoever and whoever your mama, whoever your, and whomever your mama is with at the time. Because next thing you know, you gonna go in the you gonna go in the kitchen. You gonna see a naked Vin. You gonna see a naked Vin Rames cooking eggs, calling you baby boy. Ah, <laughs> uh, shout out to baby boy. That movie's awful. But the point is, Jingle oh, All the Way. Uh, Jingle All the Way. I would have to watch that in a different set of eyes. Speaking of Black Friday, did any of you guys go Black Friday shopping? Nope. Nope. I was broke. Well, obviously, I'm joking. Um, okay. Why? Why would I want to? Uh, why would I face casualties everywhere, from left and right? Okay, this is how I would say, and this is probably gonna go into like a dark territory. But honestly, I will only go Black Friday shopping just to watch people legit maul each other over a pair of Jordans or over an action figure. Why like, would you? Uh, I. So you're taking front seat in this one? I would love to watch that. I'm not gonna lie. Dude, just watch it online. They no, I want to see that in person. I want to see someone get shanked over a pair of Jordans. Okay, do you like? Because Black Friday, Dude, honestly, this is what I would do. Black Friday like, is a thing that you act like you. You never thought you wanted to see it, but you have to see it. But by the way, what happens if someone charges them the Black Friday special deal just to see other people scramble around for Black Friday sales? I would do it. I would. I would set up. I would set up a, a a love a love chair and have like my drink or like my food right there, and I'm just gonna watch it. Matter of fact, I might. Well, let's not forget. I would do a well. live. I would do a live stream at a Walmart, pretending I'm doing coverage like NFL football style, and I would have GC Dude. come with me. Dude, keep in mind, parking is gonna also be hell. I'm not Especially gonna, nigga. I'm gonna walk to Walmart. Like, dude, there's a Walmart, like, legit. How far? Okay, there's a Walmart around my area that's not too far from here. It's like ten minutes away, and I can just bust it there. Oh, um, because I'm not. You can't get any action at Target because at Target, like, people are actually kind of calm and stuff like that. Because it's Target. Well, and Costco, Costco's always been because Costco just started doing Black Friday. Costco is going to stay um, cordial and it's going to stay, you know. Up the up the up the up upper Esquire. Shout out to Costco, even though we're not being paid to say Costco's that. Costco's really good. Uh, Costco's good uh, place to go to, though. So, because especially for food supplies and everything, all your necessary needs. I'm pretty oh sure I can. God. I'm pretty sure I can buy. I'm pretty sure I can buy MERs at Costco. Do they sell MERs? 
You mean MREs? MREs, yeah, MREs. You, you, do they sell MREs at Costco? If they do, it's probably going to be crap quality. No, from like the MRE, the ME, MRE brand, the MRE brand itself. Because I've been told MRE food, what, like that specific brand, just MRE, is actually pretty good. I've oh, never, yeah, I, had got, I got good MRE food. Like, I've actually. never had military rations before, so I wouldn't know this. I, I honestly no. want to try it. Really depend. Really depends if you got the lucky or not. I got. I got lucky and got the good stuff for our military rations. I don't understand why we started talking about military rations. <laughs> because of Black Friday. Oh yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna need. Ra- Dude, you know what? You know what I would love to do? I would love to do a video of like like. Just like some dude being interviewed by Black Friday, like I'm in Wilson Black Friday. I've seen things. But I but seen anyway. a little kid's head get stomped into the mud hole as her as her, she watched her parents reach for that 4K machine, 4K uh, TV set that was like a hundred dollars. I I'm saw a man lose his bit. arm. You said you said uh, you said nothing really happens at Target, but every, all the action happens in Walmart. Yes. Right? Well, that's because Target is a higher end version of, of Walmart. Yes, and you and all and at Walmart, all you got is niggas. Niggas do that at Walmart, and I'm pretty sure GC can attest to that. But uh, but yeah, yep. It's, thank you. But like, like Walmart, don't ever, don't ever go Black Friday shopping at Walmart. If, okay, if there's one thing I can tell everyone on the podcast who who listens to us. Don't if you're gonna do go Black Friday shopping, do it safe and don't go to Walmart. Go to Costco, go to Target. Better yet, wait until like later on. Whatever you're looking for, that's like eight percent off. You don't need it, or you do the smart thing. Do it on Cyber Monday. Go on Amazon. Go on eBay. Go on whatever website that you go on. Don't do eBay. And that's shop. A, don't do eBay. All right, go no go on eBay. Go on Etsy because Etsy has some good stuff. But Amazon and Etsy are your friends, okay? So leave, leave that alone. Leave Walmart alone because if you if you value your life and if you value your child's life and you don't want to see your six year old child get shanked over a Power Ranger toy or anything like that, don't go to Walmart, okay? <laughs> we had scrub. Cl- someone we had someone scrub actually got trampled over and died in Walmart before. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> That's gruesome. That's sad. Okay, let, wow. let, okay. Look, let me put it like this, X Force. When it comes to things about when it comes to Black Friday, for me, Black Friday is pure Darwinism. Okay, the whole survival, of the, uh, uh, like it, except for the employees. That uh, is Darwinism for your butt. I feel bad for the employees, honestly. The, okay, the, the, those are the only people I do feel oh, bad for. Security. Security and the employees, I do feel bad for. Like I have, a, I have a friend who has to sh- who worked for on Black Friday. So yeah, I can I can attest to that. Like my, my in, any of y'all, the, for the people who sign up to do Black Friday, you are the uh to work that day. You are the real MVPs. You are the real soul. You are the real heroes. They're troopers, basically. Yes. If you're trying to if you're trying to say that one. And they say that a hero would save us. I'm not gonna stand here and wait. I'm sorry. I don't know why I started singing Nickelback. I apologize. Anyways. Wow. Uh, uh, if that's all we got, all I'll say is this. Thanksgiving is a day to be thankful, be grateful, be, be grateful for your family, friends, or whoever you spend your Thanksgiving with. And just cherish those days. Because sometimes, you know... Thanksgiving... 
Thanks, the problem with Thanksgiving is I, I, I swear if you see, no, it's not. No, it's yes, not. Yes, it is. Canada celebrates Thanksgiving, and Canada celebrates what? Yes, Canada celebrates Thanksgiving. Like I think like a month or so later, they don't do Canada. Bullshit. They don't do Thanksgiving on November. They do Thanksgiving on a later day. But still, they actually do Thanksgiving. Yes. Wow. Yeah, can't can, you? Can, well, to be fair, Canadians are always late to things, so of course they do Thanksgiving. Wow. I can, hey, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. You know it's true. You know it's true. Where just, they late to everything? Canada. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that actually. Matter of fact, I did that back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what? I apologize to everyone from Canada. Canada's uh, Thanksgiving is in October. Oh, what? Yes, th- Canada celebrates Thanksgiving a month before we do. So either they're su- so either Canada's always super early or they're always super late. Because I'm pretty sure they just got into the 2000s of music because they were trapped in the nine. They were tra- their eight 90s music was 80s music, and their two- early 2000s music was their 90s music era. So who knows? But okay, I want to bash Canada because I love Canada and I love maple Canadian maple syrup. So I'm gonna stop. I want to go to Canada. Canada's gonna be lit. I will. I want to go to Canada when the winter Winter Olympics happens again because I'm pretty sure it's gonna be fire out there. Yeah, literal fire. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Because I was telling uh, one of my uh, favorite YouTubers, uh, shout out to Megahar, because he's uh, Canadian and he's basically like you know streaming from out there that. Just by joking wise, I said Canada is pretty much Silent Hill. That's true. That's super true. Especially, like, especially when we go to like Nova Scotia and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm talking like I actually know my whereabouts. Of, oh my, I, I'm talking like I know where I'm going in Canada. But uh, honestly, I don't know where I'm going when it comes to Canada because I've never been there. But still. Uh, but if that is all about Thanksgiving, let's get into more open discussions. And Aside from having beef like Oh yeah, real quick. Yeah, tell us about that beef Wellington, dude. You still got so much house? It's brilliant. It's so good. Yo, can you ask your mom to make me um beef Wellington? I've always wanted to try it. Uh no. Dick. Anyways, moving on <laughs> to the open discussion. So since the last podcast, a lot of stuff has happened. Um and, well, I, and one of right them is though. okay, so, fine. Yeah. And I'll I'll take the helm if that's the case. And GC, you can you can take it if you have seen it at some point. Avengers 3 Infinity Wars trailer just dropped this week. And oh my god. Marvel, 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 take my money. Just take take my paychecks for the next five months. Take my Pell Grant. Take my Cal Grant. Take my financial aid. Take my subsidized and upsidized and unsubsidized loans. Take my debt, take my crippling debt, take my mortgage plan, take my credit, take all of it. I am ready for Avengers Infinity War. That trailer was straight fire, fam. And I know I'm the only one in the squad who has seen it. That's probably aside from CC. But I know GC hasn't watched it. I know X-Force hasn't watched it. And shame on both of you guys because you are missing out. So much happened in that trailer where it doesn't spoil everything. It doesn't spoil anything that's happening. But all you need to know is this. Thanos finished his mixtape and he is coming to Earth to whoop some hero tail. 
You see Thanos. You see Spider-Man. You, uh, you see Iron Man. You see Black Panther. You see Captain America, who's now a nomad from the comic books. Because for those of y'all who don't know, in the comic books, after Captain America leaves for a little while, he becomes nomad, which is another uh, superhero name and stuff like that. Black Widow got blonde hair, apparently. Thor. Um, okay, I'm not going to spoil that, because if you haven't watched Thor Ragnarok yet, uh, you should totally go watch that soon. I just watched it last night, and if you want, the review for Thor Ragnarok is officially on YouTube, and it'll be on Twitch later on. But, and and then you got, you got Loki, you got Vision getting the mind gem taken out of his head, which... What the hell is going on? Then you see freaking Black Panther tell him, give that man a shield. You get Bucky uh, with a bunch of Wakandians arming themselves to fight Thanos' army. You see all this. And then on top of that, Thor meets up with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh my god. Dude, I am fanboying out right now for good reasons. This movie, we have been waiting for this trailer. Since 2016, we've been waiting for since 2015, okay? And they're finally released the trailer, and oh my god, and all its mighty glory is finally out. Infinity Wars trailer, Thanos has two of the Infinity Stones, and that, which is the Powered Stone and the Mind, and, and the Space Stone. We don't know who took the Mind Stone from, um, a Vision. But we know that dude ain't got the Mind Stone in his head no more. And so much happened in that trailer. And, oh my god, my brain was so overloaded for all the stuff happening. I, ah, man. I need a cigarette after describing everything that's happened. But, yeah. Um, I know for a fact X-Force is not back yet. GC, are you still in? I know you're you're still at work. And, no, he's not. Anyways. <clears throat> but yeah, so. <clears throat> oh wait, you're here. GC. So, yeah, did huh. you watch the Infinity War trailer? Nope. You suck. <laughs> you suck. Wait, who? It, GC for not watching. You two both sucks. Y'all have not seen the Infinity War trailer. So, and we're talking about Call of Duty. No, you moron. We're talking about uh, Avengers. Made by the makers of Call of Duty. Anyways, we're moving on because I'm the only one who watched it. So if you haven't, yeah, if you guys haven't watched that trailer yet, but I can add on, Scarlett Johansson will make a great, sexy battlesuit Jill for Resident Evil Five. Okay, we're moving on because we're not gonna talk about making no more Resident Evil movies. So we're gonna move on to the gaming news. And honestly, even though we were gone for two weeks, there really is not a lot we can. There's not a lot uh, headlining because. EA has been the headliner in all gaming plat- uh, gaming uh, articles and sources, but we're going to talk about that later on, and with our disclosing discussion as well. Let's put, long story short, EA pretty much dominated the entire uh, article headlines. E- yeah, e- EA legit just, e- EA legit just uh, is holding the biggest L of the year. Uh, along with Nintendo, when it I comes wouldn't to the, say um, no, it mostly stuff. has pu- the biggest publicity right there. Oh, straight well, up. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that after because we'll, I don't want to go like I don't want to fast forward through our notes. So I want to skip anything. So let's first hit you guys with a little bit of um, little stuff. So Fortnite uh, is now suing people for cheating. Uh, X Force, you're the one who put, put this article up. So why don't you uh, give us uh, the gist of what's going on with Fortnite? So what happened? Uh, anyway, so what happened is this kid, uh, this fourteen-year-old kid, was pretty much using cheats, 
And we already know that cheese has been rampant, but uh, rampant is you always at least see a cheater here and there. And he's just a script kitty, but now they're pretty much taking, they're using a sledgehammer on him. Instead of just banning him, they're just, they're just going to sue him. And a mother was ballistic when that happened. Shields ballistic. So, and here's the thing the mom is a lawyer. So she pretty much used all the rules of it. And the thing is, they can't prove that he used the cheat, uh, that he actually caused the cheat or not. But what they're trying to nail him on is him facilitating cheats. Where that's going to happen or or something like that or not. Eh, That will really depend if they really take it to court. For real. So that's the gist of it in in a nutshell. What I find funny is that. This is this is coming around the like like remember recently when Overwatch started banning people like indefinitely for che- uh, for like rage quitting on the competitive play and stuff like that or like they they ban you indefinitely for that season. Oh yeah, that one. That's it's, what's remind me of right now, and that's actually a good thing. I I, I do. It's not specifically rage quitting, but in in support, uh, but. The inability to cooperate with others—that's what they're nailing them on for Overwatch. I—I I, I would say this. Um, I actually do agree. Like, how, how much are they? Would they? How much would Fortnite sue you for cheating? How much are they suing this kid? <sighs> I'm not sure, but I'm not. Per- I personally uh, skimmed through that particular portion because they just more so want to make an example of the kid. The thing is. When it comes to terms of services, he's underage, so he, so the terms of services does not apply to him because he technically cannot agree to any of the terms of service without, without the uh, parental consent, which obviously she did not consent him to. Hydrate? Oh, oh yeah. It's like, okay, here's a question. Did because well, I'm pretty sure they actually asked for like name, like your your birth date and stuff like that to make sure you are qualify to play the game because like mature content or something like that did they do that with the kid i am not sure i'm not sure about it but when he did it he i'm pretty sure he pretty much used his real birthday but they did not and whoever is whoever is they didn't put in a limit where whoever is signing up that's underage should have a parental should note that about the parental consent they didn't have that system in place probably Okay. So that damn. <laughs> yeah. So technically, she didn't. He didn't have the authority to. He didn't have the right to uh, to consent to anything he does online, and the parent and parent didn't consent to it in the first place. In terms of for the terms of services, so he got away with, and he's also bragging about cheating as well. So that's, oh, that's the mark no-no. on him. That's totally a no-no right there. Yeah, this, this is where real, uh, this is where the real uh, shitstorm happens. Is when he pretty well, much, he? he pretty much is trying to fight against the company. Well, what do you expect? You're fighting over, com- you're fighting over against the company that saw that you cheated, though. Yeah, in- instead of him, uh, instead of him listening to the request. He's he's pretty much digging himself a deeper hole and getting everyone else okay. involved. Okay, before we move on, here, here, what do you expect? No, 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 yeah. no, no not just that. Here's the before we move on to the next uh, story. Here's the biggest question: Is this kid white? Yeah, I rest my uh, case. White people, white people, stop 
stop having stop letting your kids pimp you out for microtransactions and stop having kids pimp you out for other stuff like cheating okay white people stop it stop it right now it's over don't no 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 the problem is they pretty much showed a picture of him I actually no let's I gotta double check though yeah go while you double check we'll, we'll I'm gonna move on to uh, the next piece of but and, and even then race doesn't shouldn't really matter the fact is that he's being an a, uh, he's being an asshole but you, you don't see you don't see Nick you don't see Nick niggas well, children doing I that. mean but think, think about it he's a kid most likely spoiled and his mom's a lawyer so that's why he feels that he's untouchable and they're also by the way I'm looking over further they're pretty much also how should I put it they're also uh, they're also suing a 14 year old kid on YouTube on a YouTube dispute as well for what so they get copyright the typical stuff I I mean but why go that far they want to nail him down I mean, what did he do that bad just for, you know, a company just to come out and say, oh, we're going to see? <sighs> oh, well, what can I do? But anyways... I, I, I know what you're going to do. We just sit back and laugh and just, t- and just tell other people, don't let your kids uh, dictate what you, well, what, they, what you want them to do or something like that. Now, don't let kids dictate... What you do, and this, and this for, and this for our player unknown battle ga- uh, battlegrounds. Yeah, speaking speaking of, speaking yeah. of that, we're, we're gonna go to the we're gonna go to the rival of pub of uh, Fortnite, and that is PUBG, also known as Player Unknown Battleground. So recently, Player Unknown Battleground, um, uh, two new two mobile games in the uh, PUBG universe have been revealed. And the trailers are officially out right now. Unfortunately, both games are only available in China. And according to uh, Daniel uh, Ahmad, both games are being made using uh, Epic's Unreal Engine 4. And you can actually watch the trailer on GameSpot right now. They don't have a release date for it yet, but it should be out sometime soon. And yeah, so what do you guys think about that? I mean... PUBG is well known for being a PC game, and it's not coming. It's the early access of it will be coming well, to uh, Xbox One on a couple of weeks. So, um, do you th- do you, you guys think about cross multiplayer? You just reminded me of the Overwatch ripoff game from China. Really? You just reminded me of that because because they have a mobile version of a rip, of a Chinese knockoff version of Overwatch. Yeah, I know. We I remember, we, we actually covered that in uh, one of the podcasts. <laughs> I, I looked at it and it legit did look like an Overwatch knockoff. But, but I, this I'm one more feels impressed like it's with the not. tech, though. This I, one I'm feels more like impressed it's with not. the tech in that case, though. It's the... So, yeah. So, for the... I have not seen a mobile game for it, but you should tell me more in detail about it. You should tell all of us more in detail about it. Well, I don't, have, I don't have Player Unknown Battleground, so I wouldn't know. God dang it. I mean, unless you unless, unless y'all want, unless y'all want to buy it for me, because you know, a little someone someone might be turning twenty three soon. So you know, yeah, it's probably around the same argument where some people say that Overwatch is a knockoff of Team Fortress Two. Not really. It's a it's a fan letter to it. I would say, actually, and they pretty much made their own identity. In fact, they even acknowledged that they got inspiration from TF Two. But what they did is uh, is make them. 
make the world around it, make it, and check out, um, see what TF2 uh, did wrong, and improve upon it. Basically, basically, pretty much, they pretty much make their own game, effectively, with his own identity. Yeah, better. Uh, yeah, but, but no one's gonna, but no one's gonna bash T uh, TF2 because TF2 pre is. I TF2 would say set the catalyst of modern, um, modern like you know class based shooters. Class based shooters, yes. Yeah, so so let's put it this way: we pretty much TF2 passed the torch to Overwatch in terms of that particular genre. Yeah. Granted, people somehow are still playing Team Fortress 2 competitively. I mean, I. St I still play TF2. Do you play? I mean, you not play for balance, but mode? just to unwind in general. Do you play on competitive mode, though. <sighs> I have no access to it because you have to buy a ticket for it. Are you sick? Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. I, I remember you. you really, I remember you told me about the competitive mode in TF2. And I'm like, since when did TF2 try to um go try try hard all of a sudden? Well, just recent. Uh, well, last year, I think. Anyways, but yeah. So, if y'all if y'all big fans of PUBG, then y'all get ready for that uh, mobile mobile version of it. And it pretty much did it pretty much did what Daisy didn't uh, uh, fail at. Apparently, da apparently Daisy is finally gonna get out of um, the beta soon. I don't know if that's true or not. Who knows? Whatever. But anyways, but for, moving on. I can tell. What I can tell him uh, and play in player unknown battlegrounds. They pr it pretty much did it right. It pretty much did survival shooting right. Because the problem is, someone would be so souped up, it's impossible to kill them. Have you played PUBG? No, but I played the game. Uh, but I played game similar to it, Arma and 3? I check out the mechanics of it. It actually did it right. Are you talking about Arma Three? God damn it! Exactly. Anyways, moving <sighs> on. And now we're matter of fact, no, we're I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that for last. We're gonna go to Nintendo real quick. So Nintendo recently added new uh, since the last podcast, which was two weeks ago. Nintendo has added way, a lot more games to its growing roster of game catalog, not roster catalog of gaming. So Nintendo, you know, it's, it's coming up there. You know, Nintendo's got you know making games and making moves. Uh, you know, I, I can't blame them for that. So you know, good job on you, Nintendo. Now. Now, if only you can, uh, you know, stop suing people who live stream your stuff on YouTube. But anyways, so, um... It's a Japanese company. Actually, it's a Japanese company. They're more traditional. Who cares? Anyways, so the, the newest games that are released on Nintendo right now, since, um, the last podcast, Resident Evil Revelations 1 and 2, ACA Neo Geo World Heroes, Arcade Archives, Traverse USA... Um, Mujo, uh, Mujo, Muju, wherever it's called. Opus: The Day We Found Earth, Serial Cleaner, Star Ghost, Siberia 2, and Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which was released last night. Oh yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I really want to play that game. Have you played honestly. any other Xenoblade games? I played the first one. I thoroughly enjoy it. Because the only Xeno game I ever played was Xeno Gears back in the PlayStation. I know they continued it. I know they continued also, through Xeno Saga and then Xeno Blade. I also played Xeno Saga. Uh, Xeno, uh, Xeno Saga. How is it? The one with the one with Cosmos. Well, how is it? I thoroughly enjoy it. It's actually they actually have a they actually have Yuki Kajura as a composer of all things. 
Well, I, so, I, don't, I don't know what all things are, so I, I, I... Uh, let's put it this way. If Yuki Kajira is the one composing, you know it's going to be dark. Guaranteed. Damn. <laughs> yeah. If she if she composes a song, it's going to be dark. Like uh, like Madoka. You mean Kadoka? Oh, no. no, Madoka Magica. Madoka Magica. Yes, thank you. Oh, dude, don't, don't mention Madoka Magica to me, dude, because... That 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 damn show, man. That 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 show that show may messes you up, Madoka Magica, because it's nothing could, that you think it's gonna be. Well, let's put it this way: it actually that show alone ruined any other magical uh, magical girl anime because it put it in such a dark light that there's no more idealism in there anymore for the future. It just destroyed the entire genre by itself. There's no more innocence. I think I think I think we're gonna, what we're gonna say to end on this is if y'all have not seen Madoka Magica, watch it. It's on Netflix. You can watch it in dubbed or you can watch it sub. Either way, it's still an amazing show. You should totally check it out and check out the OVAs that I think that follow up after that. So. You'll also watch the movie as well. Get the whole package except for the ones that retell the story. Which one? Okay, which one doesn't retell the story? Which one's a sequel? We, we, we're not, without spoiling, because there, there are probably people who are gonna want to watch it. Okay, let's see. I'm gonna check. Uh, My I'm friend, no, check no, no, no. We'll do that later. We'll do that later. We'll do that later. Look that up while I go. We go to the next one. So um, we were mentioning earlier that speaking of Resident Evil, it it's just a movie, actually. All right, Revelations. Um, currently is unavailable to buy in stores uh, in Europe. However, uh, a physical copy of it. However, you can buy the digital copy of Resident Evil Revelations. Um, one, yeah, one, uh, res- yeah, the first one. My bad. The first one you can't buy a physical copy for. However, you can buy it digitally. Uh, apparently, what I have uh, with an interview with Capcom, Capcom uh, said. And I'm quoting, uh, they've taken various factors into account when deciding what format to deliver our titles to be for our fans. Um, these are these can include, but are not limited to overall production costs, manufacturing times, distribu- distribution, and first-party regulations. In the case of Resident Evil Revelations, we found that, unfortunately, it's not viable for Capcom Europe to create a physical version of the title on Nintendo Switch for our territories. However, we will be making this available as a digital release. So, GC, if you are still around, because I know you're still at work... You are the diehard Resident Evil fan uh, of the yes, squad. Sir. What do you feel about uh, Europe not getting a physical copy of the game? That's a good question. Uh, I guess either not enough consumers either make you just hate shit, but there's already fans worldwide, so I really don't understand why. I mean, I can I can see why. They or let or let's or let's just save the money on production costs and distribution. Yeah, because I I don't know what I I don't know what Capcom's Europe European market is, but I know that the United States you can easily buy a physical copy. I I honestly maybe maybe if you're like someone who's a collector and you really want to buy collect like a physical copy of Revelations, then I can understand that if that hurts you. But honestly, the because of the fact that. No one, not a lot of people buy physical copies of games anymore, unless they're like collector's editions where they come with like little knickknacks. And I stuff. would still buy. I would still buy a physical co- uh, collection because it's I more still, I still buy physical. 
Well, of course yeah. you would, GC. You're a diehard Resident Evil fan who will not deny that Steve Burnside's not coming back. But that's a different story. Oh, that's blasphemy, sir. <laughs> and then, too, it don't matter what game. I still bought a physical copy as well. Like, you know, you know, basically this generation millennials, you know, and they push it towards more digital. Like, you know, just as in, you'll never leave the comfort of your home. Well, I can easily say this. I'm a, P- uh, I'm a PC elitist to some capacity because I... Can't, I don't. I'm not buying a PS4 anytime soon, unless. Dude, get a PS4. You want to buy me a PS4? It's 200 no. now. Exactly. Anyways, but anyways, it, it, it has good exclusives. Uh, was... <laughs> was it? Nothing. <laughs> Continue, X Force. You, you're, you're, you're giving your take on why you buy physical copies. Don't be wrong. I, I'll buy a physical copy too. But at the same time, if I can get it digitally, then I, I, I don't see the harm of it. Well, let's put it this way. This is specifically for consoles, though. For consoles, assuming that you don't have enough space, getting a physical copy can pretty much save you uh, save you the hassle of the of the space issue. That's true. So you always have, and not and the second reason why I would get it is because, well, aside from tradition, it looks having a wall of physical copy of uh, physical copy games it looks more impressive than a digital library but that's but that's grasping at straws though so for me for me in general it's tradition and safe space on a hard drive those are my primary two reasons okay here's my next question do you would you do you think you'll see a little bit more of this from uh, other companies where it's like we can't really make a physical copy, but we we can keep a digital copy. I can see that happening more frequently in the future. I could definitely see that, especially since, especially when it comes to how should I put it? Remember, piracy is a problem. I would say it's related more on private uh, on piracy. So, and the ownership of the games. So. On a, I would say it's related to an ownership where if you buy it, if you buy a, a physical copy, you technically own the game because they have to oblige by the mechanical copies rule, uh, rule for the copyright. However, if they do a digital copy, you are licensing them to the game and, you, they, and the company can revoke it at any time. That's true. I, uh, yeah. Again, I would... I, I mean, again, I don't think this was like I don't think it did a lot of harm. But I know, I again, I there are people who want physical copies of certain games, and I know people who were who wanted a physical copy of Revelations. But again, if you can find it digitally, that's cool and all. And well, I, I understand. I understand it's a space issue because let's well, just face it, space. You know, you need to make space for certain games. Well, here's another thing is. If they make it digital, digital only, it cuts down on costs on them, uh, on them, on physical copies. It doesn't cost them anything to distribute digitally, but it costs them something if they do anything physical. And what sucks is you can't sell a digital copy too. Yeah, not yet. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Steam or what any other like platform is going to try to find a way to have people trade one game to another via digital. It's not gonna happen, honestly. At some point, it might. I, I, because no, knowing for a fact that we can now get refunds for games that we were disappointed about, uh, well, through that's Steam the risk and, right there. And, and Origin, 
then yeah, the, yeah. I just realized what I just said because then if that person didn't like the game, he's gonna try to get a refund, and you're gonna you're gonna get the refund, not him. Okay, I did, I did that now. Yeah, because like once you get a digital, you're that's it. You're done. It's just stuck. Yep, pretty much. That's the problem with digital. Speaking of, speaking, and of, there's no way to share games as well. Well, no, there's game share. Dude, if I no, link my account through really Steam. share. That's oh. what I meant to say, with no restriction. There's no way to share games. Anyway, speak, speaking of disappointment, let's get to our final piece of gaming news, and we're going to talk a little bit about our favorite company, Electronic Arts. So, Electronic Arts, matter of fact, Don, I mean, X-Force, you know your damn name. You're going to take the helm for this for a minute. I have to let my dog in. So, what's going on with Electronic Arts? Long story short, EA loses $3 billion in stocks because of Battlefield 2. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. They lost $3 are, billion in stocks. Are they going to be the next Sega? Dude. Sega was a, hard, was a console maker before third-party third party software maker. What I mean is, as a company, you know, of course, distribution-wise, they basically basically cut down, basically, or went out of business and just focused totally on titles. Or, basically, that's how they teamed up with Nintendo. Well, did we cover the fact that EA just lost $3 billion in their stock because of Star Wars? I'm pretty sure they could, they could recover that. Well, it's not just that. All right, let me, so, for, for people who are, who, who, I don't know, if, X-Force, did you explain that when, uh, when I was like, gone? No. Okay. I didn't explain it. Alright, let me try this one. Let me, let me give you all the gist of it. Because, this, this, again, the reason why there's not been a lot of gaming news that we can that we can think of right now is because of the fact that freaking EA has taken the media by storm. And we'll cover that later on uh, in uh, the closing discussion. Essentially, is what happens is this. The loot, the loot box system was pretty much broken and a lot of people who were playing Battlefront 2 were grinding so hard that they really weren't getting a lot of stuff. People went onto the internet and and let EA have it. EA then said microtransactions will be going down and stuff like that because of that until they can fix what's going on with Battlefront 2. Because of that, EA stocks plummeted. Um, when before the game was even but after the game was released and stuff like that. Why? Because of microtransactions. And so far, um, EA's got a lot of bad press about this because of you know, the loot system, the gambling, which we'll discuss on uh, closing discussion and so forth and so forth. So here's my main question: When are we going? When is this going? When is this heat wave going to hit other companies for them to stop with the microtransactions BS? Not gonna happen. It's it's still gonna continue no matter what. And There's it's so much money in it. Yeah, here's a, another thing: is if it's an Asian, if it's Asian, if the game origin is from Asia, it'll always it'll have it. It'll always have it, no matter what. Guarantee it. Now to to EA's level, I don't think so. But it's still gonna happen with the pay to win. That's the key part. What they have done is made a pay to win scenario, and no and no one likes that. At all? Well, yeah, you're spending money. You're spending money to, like, to be competitive. Yes, like like what happened to grinding? 
Remember, no one likes stranding as well. You Keep that in mind. Remember, you remember, remember. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> Don't do that, please. Remember when multiplayer games were fun and you didn't have to pay to win? Yeah, remember. There you go. It just takes the, it just takes the spirit away. Just as in, what's what's the point? Especially if you were competitive, where I guess like you know, just like Rector said, everything you put in all that hard work and time and grinding, where somebody could easily just pay their five bucks or twenty bucks or whatever, or just like I brought up before, you know, just uh basically uh uh freaking YouTube to cover this uh review tech uh kid was basically addicted and spent over thirteen k. Are pure microtransactions and loot boxes. That's all. Oh, 13k. Him. That's nothing. Yeah, that's nothing. Really? That's nothing. Jesse, nothing. GC, do you, you got know? 13k at the ball? That's nothing. Not I'm, I'm not joking. That's really nothing. G- GC, do you realize how much people spend on microtransactions a day? A lot. Okay. But that's, but that's what I'm saying. Everything just as in pertaining to those who are competitive. And more traditional, where they'll grind a way to get what they want, versus somebody who could just spend that little money and reach the top or just beat them. Oh, overall, I would say I, I would say this because I, but we're we're gonna save some of this for the discussion for later on. I'm just gonna say this right now. Um, I am really glad I did not buy this game. You said you would pre-order it. I no, I didn't. I said I, I, I originally wanted to pre-order it, but then I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna wait till reviews come out. I'm gonna wait and see if there's gonna be a, a storm getting ready to did. hit. And I'm so glad I didn't buy that game because I honestly, I'm, I'm glad I did not spend that sixty bucks because legit, you're paying sixty bucks for a game that asks for more money from you. The game's not even worth sixty dollars. Honestly, Battlefront Two is not even worth sixty dollars. And and now I completely understand why that the Balf the old school Battlefront twos um of uh, service were activated like a few weeks ago because now you can play old school Battlefront two with no microtransactions or anything like that. It's just pure fun. So EA well, EA y'all really you know what you have to do you have to do microtransactions right. That's the thing, especially if you're not especially if you're not an MMO. Uh, and again, we'll, we'll, we will we will we will get to, we will get to that later in I mean, the podcast. We will get to that in the podcast. Later. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you want to move on? Yeah. Well, OGC, did you want to say anything? I mean, oh, if you want to move on, I was basically just bringing up like you know what me and X was discussing uh, yesterday, just as you know how back in the day with no DLC or market transaction, and where companies totally depend on video game sales alone versus. They could versus now, you know, they could just sell one game, whether good or bad, and milk the consumers the heck out of it through microtransactions, through DLCs, through season passes, through loot boxes, and so on and so on. Oh, those were the days. <laughs> but let's put it this way: during that time, they have to, they have to do it, and there's no way to patch it. So they have to get, they have to nail down the quality of the games. Otherwise, they're uh, they can. They will close down for sure. So they have no fallback. So that's why that's why they had to make everything really, really good with no bugs. Again, there's also no digital distribution. Again, well. we will get to that. We will get to that. 
at the end. But we're gonna move on. We're gonna get, we're before we get to the movie news, let's hit you guys with some quick news. This is the part of the show where we just take like at least a good thirty seconds to uh, acknowledge some of the other things that are happening that we don't really want to talk m- much about for more than thirty seconds to a minute. So the first piece of news is. Well, you're, you're actually covering this because it's about married waifus. X Force, take it away. Wait, what? The waifu uh, story. Okay. So this company is actually acknowledging uh, acknowledging anime girls as uh, as the waifu for other people. Basically, you get ben- you get benefits like any other married married couple. Oh my god. Yeah, this company is actually acknowledging people's waifus as their actual wife. <laughs> Leave- oh my god, that, that, that gets funnier that, and funnier every time you talk about that. But hey, but we had to consider that uh, the people wanted to... How should I put it? Marry, marry the 3DSs, it's okay. No, no, no. The rate, uh, no one wants to get uh, fall in love, and no one wants to get, uh, no one wants to marry because it's just too costly for them, as well as to consumes a lot of time. It's just there's the cost of loving somebody and getting married is too much, basically. And so, so marrying your 3ds with your favorite waifu from Sanron Kagura is the next best thing. Well, there's a lot of nuances that's happening in Japan right now. That it leads to uh, that this uh, that marrying your own wife makes it much more viable. If for and this is on an emotional front as well. I'm done. I don't want to want to know more because this just sounds ridiculous. The more it's, and more we talk is, about it is, but we had to. But I'm trying to consider it in the lens of in the lens of what is actually happening in Japan. Okay, before we move Remember, on, and the biggest issue is fall is fall, uh, failing burst rates. That's the biggest then, uh, crisis then, they have right ha- now. Then just come to America and just, you know we'll take we'll give we will give you the tools necessary to start having babies. It's not as simple as you guys think, though. Bro, okay, I'm so, bro, I'm sorry. My friend, she is half black, half Russian. Her mama's from Russia. Her dad's from the hood. We are planting our flags in every country we are going to. We are making beautiful, beautiful, multilingual, we're not multilingual, biracial babies, okay? If y'all want a baby, just come to America. We will treat you right. I'm looking at one right now. And I'm about to die. Okay, I'm stopped. I'm going to stop right there. Anyways. Moving, wait, wait, wait. What do you mean you open for? I, okay, I forgot I'm biracial. <laughs> Moving on. So, um, in other news. Oh, oh, wow. What? So, if you applied at, if you applied your wife as your wife, you get sixty dollars. You get approximately sixty dollars uh, monthly on top of your salary. I get an extra sixty dollars. You get extra sixty dollars a month. Okay. Does, does my wife have to be like? Can I like say I'm marrying Samus Aaron and be done with it? You had to. There's actually uh, there's actually an issue before where it's like because so many people have their waifu, do you have to register one waifu? Okay, you know what? I'm done. Moving on. So, um, <laughs> in other news, comic book news that is again. Wow, we're we're getting more comic book news than, uh, than we think of. So. For those of y'all who are big Marvel fans, and for those of y'all who love the series, um, the story Plant Hulk as much as I do, Plant Hulk is one of my favorite comic book stories of all time. 
Planet Hulk 2 uh, has been announced, and it's going to be following Amadeus Cho, who is the new Hulk after the death of Bruce Banner during uh, Civil War 2. Uh, it's supposed to be, it's state to um, start to happen in issue 714. They do not have a writer for it yet, but we all know, we just know right now that it's coming. My issue, my my thing is, and because I, I know X-Force and GC have not read the story yet, do we really need a sequel to Planet Hulk? I think Planet Hulk 2 would completely ruin what Planet Hulk and World War Hulk had set in the Marvel Universe. We do not need it. Uh, if you, it's just it's my same issue with Civil War Two. I honestly don't think Civil War Two should have never happen, but apparently Marvel's making money, and that's one reason why Brian Michael Bendis left because I'm pretty sure he did not want to do with that shenanigans anyway. But that's a different story. But if you're if you're diehard Marvel fans, Planet Hulk Two is coming out, so be sure to um, stay up to date with that. Moving on. Firefox is getting a new massive update. Uh, X-Force, I think you know more about Firefox than I do. So, cover that. Can you tell us a little bit more about what's going on with Firefox? I don't think I was the one who posted that one, though. Okay, but do you know what they're going to do? Do you know what Firefox is doing? (sighs) I didn't read up on it, sadly. Uh, Okay, so all you need to know is this. Firefox is getting a new quantum web browser. So, essentially... I'm, I'm reading it off. I'm gonna read it off this um, real quick. Both Firefox and Chrome now running u- uh, using multiple pro- processes. Mozilla um, claims to Mozi- have Mozilla, Mozilla whatever differently to avoid using uh, precious work memory. Chrome creates a separate content process for each open tab, and each uh, tab typically consumes hundreds of megabytes of RAM. And apparently. Uh, Firefox Quantum is going to get uh, is going to depl- um, get rid of that issue tenfold. That's, a, that's essentially what's happening with the new update. So yeah, for those of y'all who like to do um, for those of y'all who like to go incognito on Firefox for research purposes only, stay tuned for more of um, the Quantum web browser news. So I'm pretty sure y'all are probably gonna be looking at that Rick and Morty. Porn parody for research purposes only. Shout out to Beijing. Love you, buddy. Uh, moving on. So, oh my god, I, I cannot believe I put this on the notes. So, James Franco, um, the guy who is in the new movie, Disaster Artist, is eyeing to be multiple man for uh, future X Men movies. Um, James Franco currently is negotiating to star in a multiple man film that is being developed, that is currently in development, and the deals are currently being made. And Jeremy Kramer will oversee the project from Fox, and it's going to be uh, the script will be written by writer uh, Alan Heinberg, who also did, who was also the writer for the Wonder Woman movie, um, as well. Uh, Simon Krieger uh, and the genre films, along with James Franco and Romero films, producing it, and blah, 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 blah. All I need to say is this, and I'm going to say this one more time, because at some point, I'm going to be doing a retrospect of the X-Men movie series, or just the series as a whole, when it comes to media. Do we need more X-Men movies? Hell no. Stop it. We don't need no more X-Men movies. Stop, Fox. Just... Stop. Just stop. Well, let's I'm not going to go IP- stop. I actually read something a bit... actually watched something a bit about IP quality. Not necessarily the quality of the games itself. We're not talking and, about games. We're talking about movies. 
yeah, but still, it's dealing with IP. So what they what Fox has done is completely ruin the quality of the IP itself, like the lore, all all that. So that's what happened, and this is why we this is why you guys have a feeling that the X Men IP is dead. Basically, it's be- the, okay. Let me put it like this: the fact that Marvel Studios is trying to bank on the Inhumans to be the next X Men. You're there. That's already that might not happen. That really, that honestly might not happen because no one really likes Inhumans unless you're like a tryhard uh, fanboy. And I don't know too much about the Inhumans other than Black Bolt, and that's about it. But yeah, so Multiple Man. If you if, again, if you are Fox fanboys, Fox movie fans, then I guess you might like that. Uh, well, it's Comcast. What do you expect? Whatever. Uh, speaking of movies that we probably did not ask for, there's a new Masters of the Universe movie coming out, and it's going to be made by David Goyer. Uh, for those of y'all who don't know, um, there was a movie that came out back in the 80s, uh, He-Man the Masters of the Universe. It was a live-action movie starring Dolph Lundgren, and it was made by Canon Films, um, and it did not do well. But however... Um, Currently, they've been talking so much in Hollywood about doing a remake, they are now trying to get David Goyer to direct the movie, and the movie is set to release uh, December 18th of 2019. For those of you who don't know who David Goyer is, David Goyer has worked on things such as Iron Man 2, and Man of St- and worked on the uh, scripts for um, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, and so forth and so forth. Let me make sure I'm actually saying this right, because I know there's a special someone who likes to call me a Marvel fanboy every single time I mention the name David Goyer, because, again, he doesn't know why I'm biased against DC, which I'm not, but I just want to make sure I am right, because I know he listens to this, and so forth and so forth. David Goyer has worked on, he was the executive producer of Blade 2 and also the writer. He was the director, producer, and writer to Blade Trinity. He was the writer to Batman Begins, executive producer to Ghost Rider. Uh, he, w- he was the writer for Jumper and did the story for The Dark Knight. Uh, was director and writer of The Unborn, executive producer and writer for Ghost, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Was the writer to Man of Steel. And was the writer to, um, writer and executive producer of Batman vs. Superman, and executive producer of the Birth of the Nation movie that star uh, that talked about uh, Nat Turner. And I hate that movie, so I'm not even going to talk about that. So yeah, uh, your David Goyer fans, uh, yeah, be on the lookout for that. Birth of the Nation. Yes, the new one, not not the old not, old KKK one. I'm talking about the one with Nat Turner, the Turner's Rebellion movie. Dang, and Nate Parker worked so hard on that movie. That movie is a piece of trash. Uh, uh, but that's a... Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to go into that because if I do, I'm going to get way too political and I'm, I'm, I'm just not going to do that. Just not going to do it. Um, speaking, of, speaking of movies that, honestly, we did not really ask for, but apparently it's coming out. There's a new Hellboy reboot for those of y'all who already did know that. And, but the re- they already have a release date for that movie. The release date for the new Hellboy reboot is going to be com- is going to be January 11th of 2019. There's not too much more I can say about that, but yeah, it's coming out. That's all you need to know. Uh, Stranger Things season 3 has been confirmed to get a season 3. Um, season 2 just came out last month. Well, not last month. It came out back in October. 
Uh, we don't know when season three is coming out. We don't know how to release it. All, all we just know that season three is going to happen. So if you're a Stranger Things, if you're a Stranger Things fans, then uh, yeah, that's more power to you. I love Stranger Things, and I cannot wait. Um, other news: uh, Geese Howard is now available in Tekken Seven. If you guys are fans of freaking Final Fight and not Final Fight, oh uh, King of Fighters and Fatal Fury, then King Geese- of Fighters, yes. Uh, Geese Howard is available now on Tekken 7, and as always, I'm going to run hands, and I'm going to beat GC like I always do, because I'm the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be when it comes to Tekken, and yeah, he's trash. Uh, uh, don't believe this man is live. Teen Titans. Yeah, he's Titan. He's live. The Teen Titans show has been. Go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Mr. Gods of the Stage, and look at the checking footage of me ripping this guy so bad, he threw the controller out of range. That's all fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Anyways, moving on. So, um. There's a new Teen Titans show that's in the works, um, um, just called Titans. They, it's been under, it's been in under wraps for a while now because it's been on again, off again on whether or not it's going to be released at some point. Well, we finally got news about who's going to be playing Robin. Um, Breton Thaddeus, uh, Breton Thaddeus from Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man Tell No Tales has been cast as Dick Grayson, aka Robin. And that's all. Wait, the the main villain? Um, Brent Thaddeus is he the main villain? I thought it was um Homeboy. I thought it was that um, uh, I thought it was that dude from um from Skyfall. No, he's he's the main character. Uh, he's he's the one who plays on uh, Will Turner's uh son. Oh, that dude. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be playing Dick Grayson. Um. But yeah, and for for what we know right now, the, it will also be starring Anna Diop as Starfire, Tegan Croft as Raven, Ryan Potter as Beast Boy, and Alec Richardson as Hawk, and Minka Kelly as Dove. Titans will follow a group of young, soon-to-be superheroes recruited from every corner of the DC Universe, with Dick Grayson emerging from the shadows to become their leader. At the time of this casting, DC... Uh, DC's Jeff Johns remarked, Dick Grayson's one of the most important and iconic heroes in the DC Universe, and it wasn't easy to find him, but we have Brett. Breton has the emotional depth, heart, danger, and physical presence of Batman's former protege and the Titans' future leader. We're extremely lucky, we're extremely lucky that uh, he's chosen to bring his talent to this project. Titans will be de- will be bleh, 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 sorry. Titans will be debuting in 2018, and likely that's going to be on the new DC um, streaming service. Uh, which streaming service? Um, DC's trying to make a, their own streaming service, um, similar to like CWs and stuff like that, because they want to move all their CW, all their DC shows from CW to that uh, streaming service. And there's also so basically similar to like what Funimation's doing. Kind of. Yeah, kind of like what Fanimation is doing. Uh, and our last piece of quick news, Okami HD is currently out right now on PS4. If y'all have not played Okami... Uh, Wait, it's out? Yeah, it's out right now. Let me check. Yeah, go ahead and check. Okami, uh, Okami HD is currently available on PS4. Hopefully, it's also available on Steam PC. So, if you guys are not console fanboys, you can also pick it up 
on uh, Steam as well. Uh, it's actually I actually played the actually played the OG version, and I highly recommend playing it reg uh, regardless. Yeah, yeah, by the way, question: Did it come out on 3DS first, or was it on P PlayStation 2 first? Um, yeah, you lied. It's It's gonna come out December twelfth. Well, I hey, well, it's well, it's coming out th soon then. I ain't no my fault. But yeah, Okami uh, HD for those y'all who are PlayStation Four uh, owners, uh, be on the lookout for that because well, PS Four um, don't really got a lot of games coming out this year, and hopefully, but they, they have, but at least they have exclusive compared to Xbox. That that is true. That is totally true. Alright, and now we move on, as we're done with the quick news, let's get into our movie and TV news. And the first one that comes to mind, so, X-Force and GC, do you remember that movie, James Cameron's Avatar, the one with the blue furries? Yep. Oh yeah, that one. And you remember how they've been talking about they want to make a sequel and stuff like that, but uh, sequels have, they've been saying that since 2019, since they've been saying that since 2009, and it's now tw uh, 2017. Well, apparently yep. Kate Winslet... Is in the movie. Those are uh, Kate Winslet, the chick from Titanic, and freaking yeah, and yeah. pretty much every other DiCaprio movie that they've been in. Yeah, she's gonna be in. She's gonna be in the movie, and apparently she's playing Rona, a sea-dwelling alien, according to James Cameron. And James Cameron told Vanity Fair uh, she was part of the Sea People or Freak People. And um, blah, 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 blah. Here's actually what Cameron said. The one thing she did do is, uh, oh yeah, this is about Kate Winslet's character. Uh, and because he was talking about uh, Titanic when he directed that, and I'm pretty sure you know she stole the show and stuff like that. Um, again, there's not much else about Avatar 2 other than the fact that are people really still looking forward to Avatar? Or did did the first one not already say we're not going to make a new movie? Because the, the, apparently they've already Avatar. They have Avatar 2, 3, and 4 in the works. So I'm like, nigga, we haven't even got the first, the second. The first sequel out. Can we at least work on Avatar 2 before we start making 4, 5, 6, and 7? Uh, contract. Keep that in mind. I'm sorry, nigga. Uh, no, 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 no. Hold up. First of all, we have not gotten any news about Avatar 2. Other than the fact that Avatar 2 is coming. We've been saying that shit since 2... I'm sorry. We've been saying that stuff since, tw since 2009. When is Avatar 2 coming out? Exactly. This, this movie... Avatar is essentially the kingdom parts of movie cinema because it's never coming out. So the more we think, the, the less like we think about 3? it, the better. Especially Half Life Three. Yes, <laughs> Avatar Two is essentially Half Life Two and Half Life Three. My fault. Half Life Three and Kingdom Hearts Three. It's never coming out, so why should we care? So yeah, other than that, uh, for the two people that like the Avatar movies, well, there you go. Moving on, Mark Hamill, the direct Luke Skywalker himself, has asked people to please, for the love of God, do not spoil the movie. So recently, Mark Hamill was interviewed, uh, and he stated this below. Actually, was he interviewed? No, it's probably on his Twitter. I'm not. I don't remember. But he says the hashtag wait for eight is nearly over. Let me take this opportunity to personally ask you to keep all that happens in hashtag the Last Jedi a secret for as long as, it, as humanly possible. Thanking you all in advance, Mark Hamill. Hashtag loose lips sink starships. So yeah, Mark Hamill legit went out of his way to address the people. Oh yeah, this was on his Twitter. To address the people, to please, for the love of God, do not spoil the Last Jedi. 
Mark Hamill, if you are listening to this, and likely or not, you are not, sir, but I'm going to say it anyway. We salute you, and we are not going to spoil it. No one in the Scrub Club podcast is going to spoil The Last Jedi. I'm already. Go- uh, I'm going to go see it premiere night. No, it's not going to happen to everyone, right? Because no matter what, there's always that one person who will spoil the entire movie. And they can suck it. Asking someone to asking someone to not spoil me is like asking uh, to not pirate the game. Yeah, but the point is, I'm not going to spoil that movie. I've, I I already know I'm, I'm seeing premiere night anyway. But at the same time, I already know for a fact that there's going to be an embargo act put on episode eight until like January. So for those y'all who want to see the movie. Please keep in mind, you cannot spoil that movie until January. Once January hits, by all means, spoil it. I will be reviewing the movie uh, after I go see it premiere night. I, and I will make sure it's going to be spoiler-free, because I will be reviewing it with my boy Dagger Boy from uh, Rangers Live Chat. Shout-out to the Rangers Live Chat. And we're going to give you guys our take on the movie. So, until then, yeah, uh, that movie comes out the 14th. Um, and I, uh, here's a piece of news that's going to be exciting for um, X-Force. So, uh, Damon Landoff, um, the creator, the, the director of the Watchmen TV show that's coming out on HBO, and is going to make it a TV adaptation that says he, want, he wants the show to be a dangerous show. In her interview, he had stated that Watchmen, it was dangerous, uh, and you can't be dangerous for dangerous sakes. But for the, the reason that I'm doing this, doing this is these are dangerous times, and we need dangerous shows he went on to say this what we think about superheroes is wrong hung i love the marvel movies and we saw justice league this morning and i and i'm all for wonder woman and batman and i grew up with these characters but we should not trust people who put on a mask and say that they are looking out for us if you hide your face you are up to no good this is pretty much the the plot. He pretty much set the, the crux of the plot to Watchmen, the comic book, and the movie that came out. Uh, so my my question to you two is, um, what do you guys think of his comments? Wow, that's all I have to say for that one. Wow. To be fair, I do agree with him. Like I, it is I, I true. know, I know what he's trying to do because I, I, I know, and experts, I know you're gonna think it's political, but like, no, like what he's saying is right. One of the big things about Watchmen, what made it so great, was because it was in alternate '80s and we were in the midst of the Cold War, and it was talking about nuclear Armageddon and stuff like that. Like it, it, it hammered you with nuclear Armageddon a lot because it's because we we didn't like back in the day, people we didn't like the Russians all that much. Okay, we, we got Back to then. a nuclear exchange, an arms exchange, and stuff like that. And then when the Soviet Union collapsed, everything was kind of cool for a little while. And now, nowadays, hell no, it's not. So I think with a show like Watchmen, I think uh, nowadays it is a perfect time to make a, a Watchmen television show. And if you guys have not read Watchmen, it is a great comic book, and you—it's it, a comic book that honestly, it's a—it's a timeless comic book because of the, because of the of what it's talking about, and you can relate everything that's going on in in today's uh, politically uh, the heavy political climate to what happened with Watchmen. Because a lot of things, Watchmen, honestly, they kind of predicted. They kind of predicted some of the things that are happening in the world right now, aside from the aliens, but that's a different story. Um. 
but yeah, so watch. I don't, they don't have a release date for the Watchmen television show. I do know this for a fact, and this is just a rumor. They want John Cena to play Doctor Manhattan. Oh wow, they're actually going to do that with Doctor Manhattan. Well, again, it's just a rumor. They they but they want they apparently um, they kind of want John Cena to play Doctor Manhattan. I don't know why though. I really don't. John Cena's gonna be attitude adjusting aliens and attitude adjusting Viet Cong and stuff like that. And so like, I'm just, I don't, I, I can't see John Cena being Doctor Manhattan. I can't take that seriously. But uh, GC, if you're, if you're, if you are free right now, because I know, again, we know you're at work. Uh, what's your thoughts on his comments about Watchmen? All right, currently he's silent. That means he's probably still at work. But uh, other than that, yeah. So keep on keep an eye on Watchmen, people. I'm I'm honestly am looking forward to that show. I want to see what they're gonna do, and hopefully they change some of the things that happened in the movie. Um, speaking of DC, Batman Ninja just got a release trailer. For those of y'all who don't know, Batman they Japan has been wanting to make a Batman like anime or something like that for for a short while, along with DC, and the trailer for that just dropped. And we all watched it. X-Force, we're going to go with you since GC's not here. What did you think of the Batman Ninja trailer? Wow. I actually want to see it. That's my first thought. Dude, I I'm honestly cannot wait. I think this looks like a... It looks like a great take on Batman because we've... we've, it's, un- we've it's unusual, and yet it's tasteful. But, but it's with Japanese flair to it. Yeah, and we... And, We've had Batman, like, the, the Gotham by Gaslight. We've had Steampunk Batman. We've had um, Old Man Batman. We've had um, Batman if Thomas Wayne was Batman. We've had Terry McGinnis as Batman. We've had Nightwing as Batman. I think this was, this was, this needed to happen. And honestly, I'm excited for it. I cannot wait. I love the, the Samurai era. I, I saw all the Easter you, Did you see all the Easter eggs in that movie? The Easter eggs? Well, do you know who's going to be in the movie, right? Not particularly, but okay, I check so, out who like who's working on it. Like, wow! No, I'm like, like DC ones. characters. That's what I mean. Like, I, yeah, I know. I know you're excited because the guys who work on JoJo Bizarre are doing the sh- are helping out with the there, show. There's so. also Kill a Kill as well. Yeah, JoJo Bizarre and Kill a Kill. I know you're excited for it, but like, I'm talking like the characters and you also, saw. And those, they also put an Afro uh, Afro Samurai in there, which is actually another good one. I love Afro. Yeah, and Af- Afro Samurai is one of my favorite like samurai anime. It's like it's, it's in my. I would say my top twenty because there's a lot of anime I've watched in my life, and I I, I don't know there, where to put. I, I honestly can't really put in order what's my favorite anime of all time because all of them are my favorites. There's also Samurai Champloo as well. That's honestly, and you're probably gonna shame me for this. I have not watched Samurai Champloo. You're not a fan of it, or you haven't watched I've it. I've never watched it. I, I, I don't oh, say I'm not a fan man. of it. I've just never watched it. I've never, I've never gotten a chance to watch it. It, it was like with Madoka Magica. I never got a chance to watch Madoka Magica, Magica until like recently. By recently, I mean like back in like early, to like late 2015. But yeah, it, uh, I if you if you could, you could watch. Uh, you should watch it. it. You you will not be disappointed. You, we should. You know what? How many episodes are there? How many episodes? Yeah. Uh, about twenty, about twenty six, I think, or thirteen. Would you thirteen wanna, or twenty six? You know, how about this? Would you want to review it on the? Would you want to review it on SoundCloud with me? Because you sound like you're an expert at the show. Because I'm pretty sure it's your, you love that show. So, um, I'm no expert on it, but I just really enjoy watching it. Like, it's just. <sighs> we'll review it. You and I will review it at some point together. We'll review it together at one point. 
But I will say this. I, was... I actually just recently completed it, though. That's the thing. Because I wasn't able to watch the whole thing because Cartoon Network. Oh, yeah. It was on Tsunami and stuff. Uh, Not Tsunami. Adult Swim. Oh, I keep... I keep forgetting. Do I keep forgetting about that? <laughs> um, but yeah, like I was, what I was trying to say is the characters. Like you, I, I was able to see Batman. Not, not just Batman. You saw, Ro- you saw Tim Drake Robin. You saw Damian Wayne Robin. You saw Nightwing. You saw Deathstroke. You saw Harley Quinn, Catwoman, and um, Gorilla Grodd from Flash and Two Face. Like I, I was able to see almost all those characters. I'm wondering if they're gonna put. Oh, and you saw the Red Hood, not. Jason Todd Red Hood. You saw OG Red Hood put in the samurai gear. It actually looked pretty cool. Um, when is the mo- did they say when the movie's coming out? Well, no, they haven't said anything about it. I'll, I'll look it up real quick before we move on to our last piece of news. When it comes to the movie. Um, well, actually, we'll just go to the last piece of news real quick before we get started. So our last piece of news is Quentin Tarantino's next film will be released on the 50th anniversary of the Manson murders. So, Quentin Tarantino, one of the greatest filmmakers of all time, who recently got into some trouble, but we're not gonna, that's neither here nor there. Um, he wants to release a movie that, that is set after the events of the Manson murders, and he is, he wants it to be a historical back, um, he wants to provide historical background to it. And, um, there's some more on this, um, about it real quick, however, blah, 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 but it's still... It's it's in the uh, he is still untitled, he, but is his still untitled 1969 Hollywood? That's the name of the movie. Um, pick blah blah blah, and it will be coming out in August of ni- August 9th of 2019. Uh, again, we don't know too much about it, but yeah, um, Quentin Tarantino's making it, and I'm excited for it because I actually like Tarantino movies. There's some Tarantino movies where I'm like. You, this never needed to be made. Like there are Tarantino movies where I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna ever watch that again. Jackie Brown's one of them. I really did not like Jackie Brown. Um, or did you? It's a. I mean, have you watched Jackie Brown? No. It's. It's. It wasn't for me. I'll just put it like that. that it, it wasn't for me. I. I'm not. I was not a fan of it. It's probably the only movie of Quentin Tarantino that I'm actually not a fan of. Because I actually liked um, Hotel uh, Four uh, Four Rooms, which um, he produced. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all our movie news, and we're gonna go into our closing discussion. Hopefully, GC does come back on time for it. So we're going. We're gonna hop back into our discussion about Star Wars Battlefront Two, because we were mentioning microtransactions, and we're also mentioning gambling, and that's because of the fact that. Battlefront 2, one of the biggest controversies of it so far is that there are several countries, such as Germany, that is suing EA because they believe that Battlefront and 2... Over, and everyone related to loot boxes. Yeah, any, any game related to loot boxes, Germany is Including suing... Including Overwatch. Because apparently it, it provokes gambling. Um, there's also news reports from Hawaii where they're they are men, they are set, they want to sue EA because they feel as if is you are gambling with these loot boxes and stuff like that. The reason why we are here to talk about that is to finally put to rest anything about microtransactions and loot boxes and stuff. Before we get started, let me put. I just want to say this right now. EA did mess up. EA needs to pay, and thank God they are, and I hope that people get fired from EA. I think what they did with Battlefront was completely dumb. I think they did not know what the hell they were doing, 
and well, honestly, they don't, do. Don't wish it will. Uh, uh, it will. No, they're, yeah, they're I'm going to wish I'm going to wish it will, nigga. Okay, just, fine. I, just blame the one who this. wants who who pushed the design. Hopefully, they learn from this. Okay, but the point of the matter is. I'm, hopefully this is a major learning lesson from every other company when they want to f people over from their money. But now that I said that, we need to talk about microtransactions because I think people uh, have a misconception of microtransactions. X Force, you are an advocate. Well, not you're not an advocate, but you but you you do play devil's advocate a lot for microtransactions, and rightfully so because there are some things that people do not understand about microtransactions. So, can you please explain to people out there who live in the peanut gallery what microtransactions are? Well, to put it bluntly or simply, the how should I put it? Uh, hold on for a moment because I okay, there we go. Okay, microtransactions in general is basically buying goods with real money. That's that's all what it is in general. It's been there since the uh, MMO era, actually. General, just try just buying random stuff could be anything, like from a simple item to um, to to a ticket, uh, or even storage space for uh, or something like that. But anything related to buying um, buying goods with real money. Now the the problem is, uh, and well, we're also going to define what loot boxes are in general. Think of it as a mystery price, basically. And I'm not arguing anything at the moment. I'm just defining the terms. Yeah. So we're going to set loot boxes or we're going to set loot boxes or gotchas as mystery prizes. Uh, so. Whenever you whenever you use that, you're guaranteed you're guaranteed to get something out of it. Now, when it comes to loot boxes with microtransactions, now we're going to get now think of it as buying a booster pack from uh, from Yu-Gi-Oh, for example, where you buy you buy a package of cards, and you're guaranteed to get something in return, no matter what. Whether they're useful or not. That's up to the user or the or the meta of it. And now we're going to define gambling, where you pay in in hopes of getting something back. In, in, no, you like pay casinos. in hopes of getting something in return. That's what I meant to say. That's like, that's like casinos more or if you're in Vegas. Yes, casinos in Vegas. That's uh, that's pretty much that in a nutshell. That's what that's what actual gambling is. You pay in order to get something in return, hopefully. And the key part is the guarantee. That's the key part. So, what we're, and what we're trying to say, people, is this. when it comes to microtransactions in Star Wars, if, here's the thing. There are loot boxes where you do get what, like, perks for different characters and individuals, like, you're boosting your character. At no point now, I would say this, the practice that EA is doing, like, the way they're doing it, you can consider that illegal, because it's it, on, a techni- on a technicality. However, with games like, um, like Dragon, Dragon Ball Xenoverse and, um, Call of Duty and stuff like that, there are, and especially Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, where they had, like, the Galactic Conquest thing where you can buy booster packs to make your character stronger and stuff like that when you're doing online matches. That's not illegal. Because if that's the case, booster packs in Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic the Gather, and Pokemon should be illegal as well. But at no point are they illegal. So and by technicality, you're just, 
the the Simpson is pretty much pay to win at that point. Yes, like if now paying to win, obviously, yeah, that's bad. That's bad in any way, shape, and form. Like you should. But it's not, not gambling. But yes, but it's not gambling. And and when it comes to the loot crate system, first of all, Overwatch should not be put in this category because Overwatch, you get rewarded like when you are actually good like and especially when you're playing a lot of games it's not that hard to level up like it takes about but, like an hour or so to level up and you get but loot even, boxes but, for but even your... then it's not necessarily about the level itself it's about your skill and yes anything that and besides the things you get are pretty much cosmetic so you're not necessarily paying to win you're just paying to you're paying to look good basically exactly and with with freaking star wars like you legit like there's no skill there's no skill in star wars unlike there is there is skill but in order to be competitive you have you have to pay real money in order to have advantage and 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 that's and that's what that's what i think people need to understand when especially germany like germany like look i y'all y'all doing some good things but like you, you have to know the definitions. Over, yeah, so. and, and you should not throw over, under un, Underwatch, Overwatch under the wagon. Under, Overwatch. Now we have Underwatch. Wa- 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 watch someone make a knockoff on mobile called Underwatch or something like that. But oh. with at least with Overwatch, Overwatch you get rewarded for your hard work. And whenever you get achievements, you do get more loot boxes. And you're not. And with the loot boxes, again, it's cosmetic stuff for Overwatch. You're not just because you get like a new skin in Overwatch does not mean you're going to get stronger. You're just you're just looking good to look good as X Force said. And yeah, I think for me, like for me, uh, well, I'm going to use a real life example. I w- I'm willing to pay money for a free to play game because I I like the game itself and I want to look good, basically. Yeah, if, it, if it's free, then of course they're going to have to make their money somehow. Yeah, but but the system of paying to win is not is to me is nothing new. Honestly, it's been there for a while. It just so happens that it happened on a on a full release game. Not just that, one of the biggest releases of the year, probably the big one. Yeah, one of the biggest released games of the year. Like, and, and it had so much writing on it because of the fact that its prede- its predecessor did the exact same thing, but this time they did it worse. With this game, they did it a lot worse than the uh, first Battlefront game. So of course that it's the one of the big reasons why, like the fact, like hell, John Boyega, the guy who plays Finn in uh, Star Wars, was pissed about the first game for not just the microtransactions, but the fact that the game had no campaign and no story. And the moment they actually f- try to do some good, they f up again. So I honestly do feel bad I, for the people who who asked for this, like who asked for this game to be better and stuff like that. I kind of feel bad for them because they, because. EA legit lied to our faces about not wanting to put microtransactions in the game, and actually now they do put microtransactions in the game. So like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say that they're lying, but well, they did. It's just, it's just they made better on one part and made it worse on the other. It's just so so happens that the other part just got amplified. That's true. To the, so let's keep that in mind. Now, in terms of game content, it's still wrong, I though. really, w- I really wish I could say something about it, but I have. But from from the sounds of it, they they put how should they ruin the experience of playing the game? Like everything that happened about with the game ruined anybody's expectations and like wanting to buy the game. Like I was the person, I will say this right now. 
I have since that story broke out. I did not. I did not pay for the game. I didn't buy the game. I didn't pre-order like I wanted to. I didn't buy the game at all because I did not want to support the stuff that EA's doing. And I think that's what people need to do. If you want more, if you want change in the gaming industry, and if you don't want to be bamboozled out of your money like EA has been doing, the the simplest thing to do is do not buy their games. Do not support what they do. Just leave them alone. And what? And again, watch their like three billion dollars may not be a lot for EA for when it comes to stock. I'm pretty sure actually it is 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 actually significant enough, but they oh. can make it back. Well, yeah, they, that's the thing. You, you want to make sure you hit them hard to the point where they actually like legit. They get hit and their stocks crash like harder than the 2008 stock market crash. Like you want you want to affect EA in any way? Stop buying their games. Don't buy their games no more. Don't buy EA sports uh, games. Don't do it. Doesn't that. work that way though. Well, it actually doesn't work that way. You have to make the investors feel that. What EA is doing is bad for business. Well, uh, apparently they are because of the fact that you just—they just lost a significant amount of money. Granted, you yeah. said you, you said yourself they—they're they're, going to be able to make it back. But the fact that it hit them hard like this over a video game—that's probably a bad thing. It's a bad thing on their part. It's yeah. Because it, now you're making the company look bad. When, when you're when you're when you don't buy your games, you make when you don't buy EA's games, you're gonna make that company look bad, and they're already looking bad right now in the public eye, in both meet in both regular media and gaming media. Now, if it reaches uh, regular media, then that's really something. It actually did hit regular media with even with CNN, NBC, CNBC, Fox News. Nigga, when you got Fox News on you, you know you done effed up because Fox News loves. Um, uh, bringing people down. Well, let's put in general though. If it hits any major media, uh, major media on TV, then that's uh, that's enough to uh, that's pretty much enough for investors to re- uh, set off alarms. Basically, I, I, I'll just say I'll just say it like this. I think when it comes to the micro, because if we're talking about the microtransactions and gambling, we're gonna go back to that. My, the, well, the issue with it is that. People were asking like someone to help out with this. You, the last thing you ever want to do is ask the government of whatever um, city, uh, state you live in to help you with this. Like, first of all, the government has enough problems on its own. Video games is not one of them. Okay. Well, let's put it this way: the government. <sighs> I hate to say this one. They're generally out. In general, though, the government is typically out of touch with the people. Well, well, Typically, well, not just that. Okay, but not just that. We're not talking about that. We're talking about video games. Like you know, you're not. You should not ask the government to help you over a video game, like at all. That's like, like they have enough to do on their play already. Like more video like games is not they, the, they're not, it's the they're least not of their worries. They're yes. not an expert on those. Honest, they're yeah, not experts so on those. So, so don't bother with yeah, that. Yeah, don't bother with that at all. And just ask for regulations, but that's that's all you can ask for them. Yeah, that's number one. Number two, when it comes to microtransactions, and in X-Force, you and I have both said this before. We both agree on this. Microtransactions should be implied for, like, skins and stuff like that. Skins only. Okay? Yeah. But when it comes that to, like, my boosters and stuff like that, I think that should be earned in the game, not, not bought. Well, if you can earn them reliably... That's uh, that's fine. Yeah, you can pay now. For me, I could, I I would expand on it like, which is, I would consider acceptable. But 
<laughs> I would consider it acceptable a bit. Like, although I personally don't like it. Speed of progress. That's because you're still playing the game, correct? Yes. So if you speed up the progress, then that's that's on you. Uh, that's perfectly fine because you pay you pay just to you pay just to improve the progress of uh, of your progression, pretty much. Yeah, but wouldn't that wouldn't, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that create progression? a whole new slew of problems though? Hmm? Wouldn't that create a new a new set of problems if you were to do the speed up thing? Not necessarily. It just means that you. Uh, it just means that you still you still have to play the game though in order to earn it. Keep that in mind. So they're still trying to earn it. It's just at an accelerated rate. Nice. Oh yeah, GC's back. GC, what's your take on uh, before before because we we don't want to end yet. But but before, you, what's your take on microtransactions and gambling and all the shenanigans going on with Battlefront? Okay, he's gone again. What? I said, what's your take on microtransactions and the, the, the and the uh, shenanigans that's going on with Battlefront? Oh, uh, pretty much just half a half or whatever. Just as in, like you know, you know, basically, I mean, just something new. But at the same time, it's like I get it. Um, just as in, sometimes it's really not about the money. Where basically, that's what EA was trying to focus on. Um, but just like I said before, it's like competitive wise. You know. It's, kind of just takes the spirit and the fun out of it where you know just like traditionally um because you know i'm old school where you have to grind your way through just to get what you want instead of just well basically like, even you know, then now. there's there's actually really bad practice when it comes to grinding where it causes artificial time instead instead of making it fun is it'll end up being uh, a chore basically there's also that case i'm not it's the rate of you get, uh, making progress should also be taken into account. So, let's let's say you're level one, and it'll take you a week before you can actually be level two. That's not right. Oh, uh, what if you're a pro gamer? What is it? Then two. I say, what if you're a pro gamer? What if what if price wasn't even a factor in that one? Ooh. So, so we have to keep that in mind. That's true. Um, but yeah. Again, oh wow. Again, like with. I, again, I think we can all agree on one thing: is like, I think with microtransactions, if it's just skins and stuff, then that's fine. And I mean, I expanded about acceleration and progress, though. Yeah, like, like, like because you still have to play the game, and you're you're still enjoying the game as uh, anyways. And there's a and I'm, go ahead, GC. Oh no, I was gonna say like Speaking of which, uh, has anything ever came up where I don't know if it's either a company or just like you know an indie or whatever where they just basically created a, uh, a game where the only way you can beat it is unless you spend you, you know you go through my my, my transactions to yes there is that game what, there is that what, kind of game what, what what game is it it's a Chinese game oh, oh okay wait, because wait, there's a demand a chi- for it it's a Chinese though it's actually Asians in general. Asian games, <laughs> games um, they're perfectly fine with microtransactions. I, I, did not Western, say, I did not say this here, people. I did not say it. I didn't say it. So. The Asian countries, in general, they're fine with microtransactions. The Western countries, they go crazy when someone, someone mentions it. So we have to keep the cultural differences in mind, actually. Well, yeah. But keep... what, I mean, but what game, though? 
for Asian games or the to- or or the game I was talking about yeah. specifically? Yeah, specifically or just in general. Um, now the specific game that's notorious for it that's that's from Chinese made. Uh, that's from a Chinese game, but the the rest when it comes to microtransactions as all that's Asians in general. Okay, yeah, because I mean, just something like that will piss a lot of people, especially in the gaming community, it'll piss a lot of people off, just where the only, only way to advance to this level or, you know, move on with the campaign is just I have to go through microtransactions, like, really? Well, well, you can still make it through it, but it'll, take, it'll be ridiculously hard, and you can just buy gear that is actually really, really good with real money. Actually, face that before with a MMI used to be good, at, and then microtransactions micro came in, and I just I couldn't compete in PvP anymore. And actually, got microtransactions. Actually, did legitimately got micro, uh, pay to win items in that game just to ma- just to maintain competitiveness. But yeah. and that's and that's of Asian origin, by the way. <laughs> uh, anyways, but yeah. So I think I think I think we've pretty much said our piece on microtransactions, don't, don't you think? Yeah. Uh, is there anything? Is there is there anything else you want to uh, say real quick before we um, move I'm on? Good. Good. X Force. Was it? Is there anything else you want to say or, or about microtransactions, or you made your piece? Well, here, well, it's it's going to be on loot boxes. Because here's the thing: what China did. China actually forces games to disclose the odds of you gaining the item from loot boxes. Would you would you think that it should be an option for uh, American for like the Western audience when it comes to the, um, loot boxes then? To disclose the odds yes. of you gaining the specific item, I how should I put it? I think it will be very good to keep, uh, to have the user at ease, so they have a feel like so they have quote-unquote more agency when they're when they're buying loot boxes so it's like oh if i'm going to get those many loot boxes i'll have a chance of getting i have this much percentile chance of getting that particular item i wanted so it makes them feel as if they're making a logical choice instead of instead of hoping they'll get the item they wanted okay it's not going to stop gambling though Actually, oh, no. not gambling. Oh my well, bad. Well, it's not. I didn't. My, the, my, the 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 pr- the practice of microtransactions. It's not gonna stop. Yeah, that. it's not gonna stop it. But it at least. But it'll at least. Uh, it'll at. it at least uh, give uh, give them a little more details on what you might get. Look, more information is typically better for the consumers. And on that note, I think we're going to end it right here. Thank you guys very much. This is episode 8 of the Scroll Club Podcast, December 2nd, 2017. And we're going to first start off with GC since he is at work. So, GC, what is your closing statement for episode 8 of the Scroll Club Podcast? Go. Oh, it's been fun. Still fun. Family, fun. Number love. And we all strive to be higher and bigger. Alrighty then, and X Force, what is your closing statement for episode eight of the Scrub Club Podcast? Yo, eh, suck it. Anyways, and my closing statement for the Scrub Club Podcast is thank you guys very much. I know we've been out for a while, but we are back, and we're we're, we're striving to do some more stuff on this uh, on this channel for SoundCloud. 
Um, we got some we got some projects in the works, and we will keep you guys updated. Uh, we'll keep you guys updated on the Facebook page as well as the Twitter page. And yeah, all all I can tell you is this is a great. This was a year that we started, and next year is gonna we're gonna strive to as what GC likes to say we're gonna strive to be bigger and better and kick a lot more ass. Um, and for those of y'all who would like to know more on what we do, please be and you want to give us any comments, input, insults, or advice, please sure to send your emails at scrubclubbookings at gmail.com. That is scrubclubbookings at gmail.com, where we will all at some point one of us will answer your questions. And please be sure to follow us here on Scrub Club on SoundCloud.com slash Club Gaming. And also be sure to follow us on GooglePlay.com slash Club Gaming, where both platforms will have new episodes on there at the same time. And if you'd like to find, um, you know, give us your links and stuff like that, please be sure to follow us on Facebook.com slash Club Gaming. We will take all your links to anything related to videos, uh, movies, television shows, comic books, manga, and geek culture just in general. And if you'd like to know how a little one-on-one R&R, if you know what I mean, with any of us, you can follow me at the Reckless Fox on on Twitter, twitch.tv slash TheRecklessFox, and YouTube.com at RecklessFox. And for all my other stuff related to like let's say let's plays and reviews and stuff like that. Uh GC, I don't know if you're here, but if not, I will yep. Okay, cool. GC, where could they find you? Um you can find me on YouTube, uh slash Mr. Gotcha 15 as well as Twitch. Um just uh at got I mean Gotcha 15. And you can follow me on my Twitter and on my Instagram, both at gotcha underscore fifteen. Alright, X Force, where can they find you? They can find me at twitch.tv at xforcegamer88. And you can, you can find him on Twitter when we uh, un- not tell him that we're going to be making him a Twitter account so he can start posting for us. <laughs> and if you'd like to follow any, any of the other members of the Scrub Club podcast, that being Beiji Zen CC Anime, you can follow Beiji Zen at Beiji Zen on Twitter and uh, twitch.tv slash Beiji Zen. You can follow CC Animates on youtube.com slash CC Animates and and twitch.tv slash ccanimates as well. And until then, guys, thank you very much. But we are the Scruggle Podcast. And as always, peace out, bust up, keep up breaking things 20 miles or less, and we'll see you on the next podcast. Until then, deuces. Peace.